You're listening to Your Bright Future, a Lava Ridge counseling podcast connecting home and school, where we share tips and tools to build a bright future for our students. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new year of our counseling podcast, Your Bright Future, with Mrs. J and Mr. LD. We are very excited to be back with you again. Yeah, yeah. It's always here. We are on the first week of school. It's always so exciting. The fun, nervous energy we have in the halls, and and same with us. We're both excited to be back here, but a little bit of a nervous too. Of course, you're all. There's always that beginning of the year excitement and and just nervousness. You want to get everything right, and we've got such great kids coming back mm-hmm. for seventh grade. Um, and we've got a whole bunch of brand new little cute sixth graders coming in. And we just love spending time and getting to know and working with our students here at Lava Ridge. And so we wanted to take just a minute for this first podcast of the year to introduce ourselves and tell you a little bit about our counseling program and what we do here, um, what our goal for this podcast is, um, and how you can you know be involved with it and how you can let us know if there's a topic that you want to hear Um, then we want this to be a tool for you because we really are looking at this as our connection between home and school and a way that we can get information to parents uh, at large. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, you know, one-on-one, but we want to get you some really good information. And then if you feel like we need to level up a little bit for your student, if we need to take, you know, a little bit of further step or more intervention or something, we can always, always do that. No question. And and yeah, we we love hearing from you on on topics or even critiques or other feedback, anything's great. And sharing it with friends, family is wonderful too. Because we just, our, our goal here, of course, is just to help and, and have as many avenues of dialogue and conversation with you as parents, because we're, we're on your team, right? As public educators, as counselors, we're here to help you with your students. Right. Now, this is our third year of this podcast, and so we are, we feel like we've been doing it for a while. There are uh, podcast episodes from previous years Mm -hmm. on our website, and so you are always, always welcome to go back and look at those or listen to those if you feel the topic is pertinent, if you want more information. Um, But we may do a few little repeats as we update things, or we may just refer you back to one of those episodes as we see, you know, the need rises. But we today just want to give an introduction to yourself. So Jared, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about you and um, let the new parents, especially because you're the new sixth grade counselor, like you can introduce yourself to them and let them know what you're all about. Awesome. Yeah, this is my third year at Lava Ridge, and I and I love it. It's a great place to be. Um, kind of just a brief background from me. I, I grew up in St. George area. Uh, I went to Pine View High School and graduated from there, so kind of the other end of town, um, and, and went on to get my college schooling at Dixie, now Utah Tech, and yeah. for associates, and then SUU for my bachelor's degree in education, and then I went on to do my University of Utah master's for school counseling, master's of education. And you and I were in that program we together, together, which is yeah. so cool. Yeah. Um, and that was 11 years ago? That was 11, I think 12 years ago. Oh, almost. crazy. Yeah, it was 20, 2010, I think, when we started. Yep, yep. And then, and then from there, I was a counselor for a few years up in Canyon School District in the Salt Lake area. And then I came down here 
summer of 2016 and was at Dixie High School for four years. And then, like I said, this is my third year here at Lava Ridge, and I and I love being here. It's uh, this is my ideal age group. When I was up north, I was with sixth through eighth grade, and when I was at Dixie, I, lo- I really enjoyed the high school, but I prefer this age group. And and to be totally honest, sixth grade is my very favorite grade. And so I, I love being the sixth grade counselor again because we kind of loop with students. So I'll be the counselor for sixth grade this year and then seventh next year. And Tanya will go back to sixth grade. But I love sixth grade because it's such a, especially how we do it in St. George, it's such a formative year where kids are jumping from elementary to sixth grade, kind of a middle school experience, but just all the transitions that happen there socially, academically, physically, there's, there's all sorts of fun things that as a counselor, I'm in a unique position where I can help you as parents, help, help the teachers, and, and of course the students. Yeah, we love students. That's I think if you ask either one of us why we got into this position in this, this field, it's because we have either experienced help from a counselor, we have helped, we have, you know, students who our own children have been helped, or we have been, you know, somehow touched by a helper in our lives. And we want to be that to to other people. For sure. So my, my path's a little bit different from Jared. I, um, I'm a little bit older than you. I think I met <laughs> you when little. you were still in high school. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. we lived in the same neighborhood as well. And so uh, his family and, and uh, we knew each other uh, way back before mm-hmm, he even mm-hmm. dreamed of being a counselor. <laughs> That's but, very true. Um, but I graduated from SUU after my high school experience at Millard High School in central Utah. And uh, I worked for what was then called job service for a few years. And I worked in the high school uh, Snow Canyon High School when it first opened. So I was there for four years, almost five years, uh, working as kind of a career counselor there, even though I didn't have my, you know, counseling credential. And then I stayed home for 10 years with my kids. I have two kids. And so I stayed uh, in school or I stayed home with them until they were ready to go to school. And then I jumped back into kind of a pseudo counselor role as the ETS advisor at Mill Creek High School. And as I was doing that job, I realized that I really did want to be a full-fledged counselor. And so that was 2010 when mm-hmm. I went back to school and and saw Jared was part of that cohort and was really excited about that. And then, um, so this is my 12th year, well, 11th year. And uh, this is my eighth year here at Lava Ridge. Wow. Before that, I was at Coral Canyon Elementary mm-hmm. and really loved the elementary experience. But um, but this, like you said, is a pivotal age, and it's a good age to really still be able to make some good changes and teach kids some good, you know, uh, preemptive kind of things. But um, they have a lot more control over their lives, and so they can make good choices. And so it's fun. It's mm-hmm. fun to see the things that they're capable of and, and to be kind of that guiding force in their lives. For sure. I, I guess I I neglected to share any fun stuff. I. My hobbies. I, I, I love reading. I'm a big reader. I like video games. I love being out in nature and hiking and those kind of things. I'm um, passionate about like spirituality. I'm big in meditating and those kind of things. I have three boys at home, a six-year-old who's starting kindergarten, 
a two and a half year old and a four month old. And so they, they keep us pretty busy. And I have a wonderful wife at home, Katie, who kind of holds the fort down while I'm here at work. And then I get to go home and try to help with all the crazy boys at home after school. What, what are you into? What are well, your hobbies, I'm surprised that you have any time for any hobbies with know, young it kids. it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, my kids are older. I have a 26-year-old and a 22-year-old, so I have time for projects. And mm-hmm. I love me a project. I love to have, uh, I like to be working on something around the house, remodeling, upgrading, you know, p- putting something new in. Right now I'm working on a vintage camper trailer, which I'm loving. Um, but I also love to crochet. I love to read. I love movies. I am a geek. I, <laughs> I fully admit. So I love anything to do with sci-fi or fantasy. Star or Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. One. All that stuff is I'm, I'm from that generation. And so I love all that stuff, but, um, but yeah, we, we love, uh, I think counseling mm-hmm. above all. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> not sure. about our kids and families and stuff like that. But we, if we pretend that we don't do that with our families, we're we're both crazy. Yeah, yeah it's true because <laughs> we practice it everywhere we go. But anyway, we hope that you'll come and get to know us and let us get to know you. We love having you walk in. We love having to, we have the, the opportunity to meet with you and your students. We try to uh, in our counseling philosophy we we try to make sure that we reach all students. Mm-hmm. That's part of, of what we believe is that all students have the right to be educated, to be happy, to be successful. And so we want to find those students who maybe are having some barriers or some you know, problems reaching some of those goals. And we want to help them try to find a way around or over or through those experiences so that they can become resilient, happy, successful, hardworking kids. And we know that that can happen. And we know that parents have those same goals Mm -hmm. for their kids. And so that's why when we talk about being a team, we really mean it. Like we want to be on your side. We want to help you. We want to be that um, voice at school that is going to be saying kind of the same thing. You know how kids are. They they won't listen to parents mm-hmm. necessarily. They won't listen to counselor necessarily until they hear it from the other one. And so, oh, my counselor said that. Or, <laughs> oh, my parents, my mom and dad told me that exact same thing. And then maybe it will start to, to sink in. And so we want to make sure that we are giving the same advice. And it's not always going to be the same, but but we can be on the same page as much as possible. For sure. Yeah, kind of, I always tell students a big summary, but it, our role as counselors is to help them be as happy and successful as possible. And that those mean very different things for everybody, right? right? right. But, but essentially, big picture, we want them to have those life skills to be able to cope with tough things in life, whether that's weird social interactions at school or big, hard, tough things going on in their personal lives. And, and success, of course, we want them to go on and be successful in their college and careers, but it's so an education is so foundational to that. Mm-hmm. And and so we that those are our two big roles to help students kind of with the academic counseling as well as as the social emotional. And, and and those of course work together. If you're happier, you're gonna be more successful. And if you're successful, that helps you be happier. And and so it's kind of covers all the bases there. Yes, and throughout the podcast, as you listen throughout the year, we'll hit on some of these topics, mm-hmm. right? We we are very big when we talk about technology a lot because mm-hmm. technology is a big piece of kids' lives at this at this age. And to tell the truth, it's a big part of a lot of the problems that kids for have sure, at this age. Sure. And 
So we will spend some time and we've ha- we have some previous podcasts that you may want to go back and listen to that, that kind of outline why technology is such a focus at this age. But we're going to, we're going to talk to you about a few things. We'll go into more detail, but we offer a lot of services here mm-hmm. as counselors that we want you to be aware of. And um, some of those things, of course, are what you think of a traditional counselor is doing. You know, we'll bring kids in, we'll talk about their grades, we'll talk about their career goals, um, we'll try to help them have a direction um, in school and to try to give them some purpose to school, right? But more and more these days, our job is becoming about social, emotional, mm-hmm. and mental health. And so we are really, like Jared said, talking to them about you know, coping and resilience and just building up their um, capacity to, and their stamina, I guess, to be at school and to do the things that school requires. And so, um, and so that, that we'll talk about some of the things that, that that takes and what those students need to have in place uh, from the home point of view, from the school point of view, and, and try to just give us all the resources that we need to help kids get through this very difficult, sometimes very difficult time of life. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> 12, 11, 12, and 13. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I often remark how... I don't think anybody looks back in life and says the best time in my life was when I was 12 years old, right? It's it, you, you don't necessarily say it's the worst time in your life, but I don't know anyone that that was the peak, yeah. hopefully. So hopefully so we're kind of helping kids on that journey. And and like you said, Tanya, we just have a lot of great resources. I mean, much more. I'm sure you parents relate. I mean, think back to your sixth, seventh grade year. I don't even know if I had a counselor, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I may have, but I had no idea who they were. But we just have a lot of resources available to students in addition to us. And, and one of the cool ones that's been um, added recently, we, we partner with um, Southwest, what's the Behavioral full t- Health Center. Behavioral Health Center, um, where we can actually do free counseling referrals. So these are where you could go get five free sessions with a counselor out in the community. Um, we Southwest kind of is what owns that, but it's not, the counselor isn't housed there. You, they give you a list of counselors you can kind of choose from. And then you, if your student needs that extra support, you can go get five free sessions there, which is amazing. I, I Again, this is the second or third year they've done that. I think this is the third year. Okay. So it's, it's, but it's a fairly recent thing, but that has been very helpful for some of our students that just need some extra help. And of course, we're here at school, but we just, because, you know, we have 400 plus students, we can't go in depth and we don't, honestly don't have that training or expertise for right. the deeper counseling. But uh, of course, there was little things here and there. We're here to help students, you know, to get some little coping skills. But if your student just needs some more in-depth counseling, we could totally do that referral for us. And, and you can reach out to us and, and we can start that process, which is pretty easy. And to be clear, they are free sessions. Mm-hmm. And they may ask you for insurance information um, occasionally to just help you try to find a therapist that maybe lines up with your insurance so that... Um, when those four or five free sessions are used up, then you may be able to continue on with your with the therapist with your insurance in place, and some of those things are covered. And so, um, and so we want to just be clear because I've had parents call before and say, "Now is this free?" Because they're mm-hmm. asking you for my insurance. It it is free, and it's a great great boon and benefit to our students. We've had many many students benefit from it. So, if you're interested in that, if you feel like your student would benefit, please just get in touch with us, and we'll make the referral and we'll get it all uh, set up for you. 
Um, another resource we have here at our school that we found to be very, very successful is our um, wellness room here at the school and our social emotional learning lessons, which we do through a curriculum called Second Steps. Mm -hmm. And Second Step is really just uh, life skills. Um, it's teaching kids how to be resilient, how to have conversations, how to resolve conflicts, um, and some of those basic you know, social interactions. And uh, they address a, a few of the disappointments in life mm -hmm. and some of the things that kids are dealing with, the struggles that they have, and just kind of helping them to develop a plan to, to deal with those things when they come up. And so once a week, they'll have a lesson. They have a discussion in their advisory class. They may or may not have a little project or assignment mm -hmm. that goes with that, um, but they do that weekly throughout the year. And our teachers are all um, teaching those lessons, and they've been very beneficial. They've been very beneficial. And then here at the school, we have uh, what we call our wellness room, our wellness center. Um, and a lot of the elementary school kids that have been coming up have are familiar with that because a lot of our elementary schools have them already. But this is just a space in our school that is calming and welcoming and has a lot of hands-on activities so that when, in those cases, kids get overwhelmed which we all do. Mm -hmm. We all have those For moments sure. where either something in our personal life or something happens, you know, in our interactions with people and it just stresses us out and puts us over the top and you just can't think about school in those moments <laughs> that we have a place where they can go and they can teach themselves and learn skills to, to regulate their emotions and to calm down. Um, I remember one year, I think it was the very first year we had our wellness center here. We had a little guy who who often would lose control of his emotions. Um, the slightest little things would set him off, and he got in the habit of going to the wellness center. And one day we walked out into the hallway, and we saw him kind of storming down the hallway, marching down, and we're like, hey, where are you, where are you going, friend? And he's like, I'm going to the wellness center to regulate my emotions. <laughs> yeah, I <love laughs> and I was that. like, good for him, good yeah, for him, because yeah. he was really learning the skills that it takes to breathe and to to distract yourself and to, you know, do things that are comforting and that make you feel good and, and you have control over some of that. And that's what I think our kids need to learn is that they can control those emotions and, and there are ways to deal mm -hmm. with hard things and, and their, you know, life is tough sometimes, but so are they. Yeah. They're, they're tough too. No, I, I love that. Cause yeah, they, it's true. They are, they're able to do it. And sometimes they need a little help from the friends or counselors or Absolutely. parents, which we all do. Right. And there is strength and power and, and learning about that support, and that's that's a skill we could help with as well. Um, speaking of that, we we do monthly counselor lessons where we're in the classroom quite a bit, which I love that we do this. And and I think Miss J is an amazing teacher. I enjoy teaching myself, and and so we'll be in there once a month. I'll I'll do most of the sixth grade, and Miss Tanya will do most of the seventh grade. And sometimes we'll have guest speakers or kind of help each other out with the lessons, but we. Primarily sixth grade, I'll, I'll speak to that, and then you could kind of talk about seventh grade, Tanya. Um, I, I do resilience and kind of do the different seven C's. Uh, yeah. It's been a couple of years yeah, since I've done that. Seven C's of resilience, where I get in and, and kind of talk about different key ingredients to being resilient and, and just kind of give them life skills. And, and it's kind of fun. We, we bring them down and like, their science class or math class and we have you know a hundred kids in the little theater there and and I try to work in the first few minutes I always like to do a little college career thing too where I'll kind of highlight a different career or a college fact so where they're getting kind of a little bit of both of those because that resilience piece is so important and and I I love 
teaching those lessons to the sixth grade. Yeah, and in seventh grade, we take it just a little bit uh, a different direction. We start to talk about the choices that kids mm-hmm. make, and so so the the book we use is called the seven or I'm sorry, the six most important decisions you'll ever make, and we focus on six areas: um, school, friends, family, um, health, healthy lifestyle. Um, there's two more that yeah, I can't think of. <laughs> but we do have podcasts that we've talked about that mm-hmm. have those topics in the past as well. So they are there. But we we, we send home uh, in the weekly newsletters, we're going to send home, you know, the topics that we're teaching. So you'll have those. But we talk about how we try to empower kids to recognize that they, in any given moment, have a choice. For sure. And that they can choose. And we try to have them always be keeping their goals in mind. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, you've heard, you've heard the famous saying that kids brains aren't developed mm-hmm. until they're like 23, 24, 25. So it's hard sometimes for kids to have kind of that forward thinking or that, um, that, uh, consequential, uh, objective in mm-hmm. mind. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but we try to remind them like, Hey, remember your goals. Remember where you want to be. Remember that you want to be successful in school. And then when you're making those choices, choose the path that's going to lead you in that direction and so hopefully hopefully (laughs) it's sticking with kids and they're they're starting to learn those but you know what makes it really stick is when you ask them about the lesson and you talk about it as a family and you talk about why that's important and you give them examples of how you made a decision that either went wrong or that you wish you'd done differently or that you made the right decision and you're glad to have made that decision and so that's when I think those lessons are really going to be impactful and meaningful to kids is when when there's a discussion that happens mm-hmm. at home. And so that's why we focus on it in the podcast. We try to communicate that back and forth so that so that you can say, hey, what was that? Tell me about your lesson today and tell me how, you know, what your goals are with school and what your career goals are, what you want to do uh, with this information. And that's super, super helpful. For sure. And it, again, it goes back to reinforcing, right? And, and if you ever have any specific goals you have with your students, we love to hear about those as their counselor so we could reinforce what particular things you're working on with your kiddo so that that, that's important too um another cool option you know resource we have available we have small groups that we do and we we have different partners that come in and do groups we tanya and i both have done groups in the past as well but if your student can again just use some extra support whether that's you know classroom behavior or, or I, last year I did a grief group for students who have lost close family members or things like that. We, we run kind of a wide range. We have a group that's run by the Dove Center for, yeah, for motivation. What, what do we call it? Why Try, it's called. And it's, yeah. uh, they focus mainly on motivation and giving meaning to school and, and trying to set goals and some mm-hmm, of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a great one. We've done anger management in sure. the past. We've done um, impulse control. We've done emotional regulation. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of depends on the needs of the students. And if we if we find three or four or five or ten kids that have a similar need, we'll put them in a group together and we'll try to teach them some valuable tools and skills. And so that's a great opportunity. And all you need to do is reach out and mm-hmm. ask us. Um, we may identify identify students 
through teachers or through IEPs or through different ways. And so we may be the ones reaching out to you to say, mm -hmm. hey, we'd like to invite your student to this group. But please, if you have questions about that, just let us know because we're, we're happy to tell you, you know, why your student's been invited. Sometimes we invite students to groups to be the example, like a good example of what an emotionally regulated sure. person sure. looks like. <laughs> and so, you know, it's not always because there's a deficit or a gap, but but it's it's more to like show each other how they the pro-social side yeah, of things. Yeah, pro-social and to make friends. And so we, we let kids sometimes choose a friend to come in with them. And so there's a lot of reasons why a student might be in a group. But, but please don't hesitate to ask us if you have questions. And if you want your student to take part in that, um, then just let us know and we'll be sure to, to get them on that list. For sure. One, and then just to kind of briefly cover a couple more, one, one other thing that we've recently added that we're trying to facilitate, we do a, something called friend zone during lunches uh, once or twice a month that we try to yeah, do. Yeah, I think we try to do it pre pretty much every other Friday. Yeah, yeah. And we, we survey our students kind of hearing what different activities or hobbies they'd be interested in. And the goal of this is just during lunch, some students struggle finding people with common interests, you know, common identities. And, and so we try to bring kids together to watch, you know, anime or play Smash Brothers or go play kickball outside or bingo or just dance or do art, chalk art outside. Yeah. Those are just a sampling of some of the things we've done. And, and it's really cool because it brings together kind of a diverse range of kids that could come together and, and just connect with a fun little activity. And it is during lunch and lunch is short, but it, it's just one little boost we could give students in that, in that social area. Because I, I don't know if any of you, but I had that experience as a kid growing up where just sitting alone at lunch it's not a pleasant thing, yeah. and, and, and we know that happens way too often. And, and of course, as counselors, we want to help these kids with these social skills. And, and we could do that one-on-one, -on -one, of course, in counseling, but the, the friend zone is just one other avenue that they could kind of meet other kids with similar interests. Yep, yep. We love the friend zone. Um, and then just to wrap up, we do our kind of quote-unquote normal counseling mm -hmm. activities, mm -hmm. right? So we do uh, – we call kids in who have – failing grades. We talk to them about how we can help here at school. We do individual counseling with students who maybe have some, you know, traumatic experiences in their background. We talk to them and see how we can help them. Our goal mainly is like, like Jared said earlier, is to help them be as happy and as successful as can be. And so we sit and set goals with them and we want them to know that we're a support for them and help for them. And um, that looks different, like he said, for everyone. And mm -hmm. so we, we do a lot of that. Um, and that's just our kind of normal day-to-day -day thing. We also, uh, which kind of goes back to our original purpose as counselors, is we, we do a lot of career counseling. And we For go sure. into the CCR, CCA classes, college and career uh, awareness classes. And we talk about the pathway to college. And we talk about career pathways. And we talk about the goals that kids can set now so that they can have opportunities as they go through middle school and high school to um, build that, that educational resume so that they can go to college or they can go into a trade or they can do an apprenticeship or any of those different pathways that kids can take these days. And we try to start them off on that uh, journey on the right foot. Because seventh grade is kind of the, the grade where we start really For sure. zoning in on those things and trying to get kids to think forward and think about what their interests are. A lot of the activities we do uh, that we help in the CCA class with are to just get to know themselves, right? Mm -hmm. They're taking interest inventories or they're exploring different things and they're trying to figure out what 
really uh, makes them excited and what they would kind of gravitate towards. And so we, we do quite a lot with that as well. And so, so that's, I'm sure we do other stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure there's more, but that's kind of a little uh, nutshell of what we do. And like I said, look forward to uh, in future podcasts, we'll hit on some of these a little bit more in depth. We might have some guest speakers come in to be on the podcast and tell you more about their end of things. But we really want your feedback and we want you to hear about how you're enjoying the podcast or if you want us to change something or if there's topics that you want to hear. Um, we would really love that. So here's how you access the podcast. Um, if you're listening, you've probably already found it, but (laughs) if you're telling someone else, uh, how to get to it, we have it listed on our website. So there's, uh, if you go to counseling.loverage.net, there's a link there to the podcast and you can just listen to it right there on the page. Um, if you listen to podcasts and you have a podcast app on your phone, we're on most platforms. Mm -hmm. So if it's, um, uh, if it's, what's the Apple one? I'm forgetting. Just iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Apple, yeah, we're both Android people. Yeah, we're so. both that. But anyway, if you go to, to the regular Apple Podcast place, you'll be able to find us there. You'll be able to find us on mm-hmm. all of the Android. Uh, we're on Amazon. So you just need to... Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. So just Google Your Bright Future with Mrs. J and Mr. LD mm-hmm. or Lava Ridge Intermediate. I think you can Google as well, and that should pop up for you. Um, if not, there are links on the website to connect with one of those apps. So we hope you'll spread the word, let other parents know that this is a good resource, and we will do our very, very best to get regular episodes out about every other week, mm-hmm. and uh, we hope it's helpful for you. Yeah, and and thank you so much for tuning in, and, and like we've said a few times, we want this to be a dialogue, right? We, and we want this to be a fluid, ongoing process, unique to you, and your child. And, and I'm not just talking about the podcast, but our relationship with you as counselors. We want to help, you know, with whatever your unique family circumstances or background or interests. We want to help you and your child on your journey to being as happy and successful as possible in sixth and seventh grade. So please reach out whenever needed. And, and thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.